Hello Seeker, welcome back to the show. This episode all about how we do not live in a vending machine universe is incredible. I know there's going to be so many powerful things to take away about manifestation, about how to tune in, how to grow through what you go through and so much more. Before we launch in, I just want to give a quick heads up that I am launching and we're really in the pre-launch. Nobody else knows about it yet. I'm launching a new program called Manifestation School, and this is going to be Manifestation Talia style. So it's just going to be four weeks, and I am flipping it up a little bit in the programs where we're going to have four weeks of a training and an energy session each week, but they're going to be shorter. They're going to be digestible. You can watch them at any time, and each week is going to build on each other, and by the end, you are going to understand manifestation so much clearer. You're going to come in with a goal or two that you want to really move forward and manifest in our time together and you will start to see results. So this is not just your 101 manifestation program. This is truly Talia style and you'll understand as this episode goes forward how important it is to not only be manifesting what we want and have our lists and be taking inspired action but also to be growing through the journey. And again in this episode I dive deep into how when we desire something there's a part of our soul that needs to grow in order to manifest it. And that is truly the journey you're here for. So in this program manifestation school, I'm making it really practical, but it's also an energy upgrade because if you are ready to expand to your next level, to understand how to co-create and how to manifest every single time, if you are ready to move into your next level, and most importantly, are you ready to accept the spiritual assignment behind the things that you want. So you're not only manifesting what you want, but you're also growing deeper into your purpose, into your gifts, into why you're here as a soul. So if you suspect that you're an old soul, if you are on this deep journey and you have not been able to tell what is holding you back from manifesting, you can't quite place it, you've been doing the things, and you're ready to really learn deeper. So yes, there's healing work, but it's also, I'm calling it decoding the universe, understanding how life works on a deeper level so that you can absolutely create the things you want and truly understand it better. We're going to dive into really deeply understanding triggers and what to do in those situations. We're going to understand vibration. We're going to understand how to become a magnetic match for that which you want. So this program is only four weeks training and an energy activation session each week. So we'll meet twice a week. It's up to you if you want to come live or watch the replay. But either way, week by week, there will be a powerful upgrade in your system. I can't wait to help you manifest exactly what you want and grow through your expansion, your awakening, dive deeper into who you truly are and your divine, powerful, grounded, magnetic, co-creating ability. This is big. So I would like to welcome you into Manifestation School. I am pricing it extremely low compared to my regular programs because I really need this to be accessible to most people. I really need all of us turning on our lights, stepping in and growing as a soul, growing into this magnetic, powerful being that can manifest exactly what they want. So everyone is welcome. I welcome you in. The link is below and I really hope that you enjoy this episode. It was so much fun to record. So hopefully I'll see you in Manifestation School.
Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Her podcast. Hello, hello, my seeker. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? Are you excited for a new episode? If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Talia Joy. I'm so excited you found my weird ass corner of the internet for hardcore seekers looking to master manifestation. But as you're, you know, witnessing manifestation in the law of attraction, there's a lot more to it, right? So I like to joke that, you know, we find law of attraction because there's something we want to change in our life. We want to manifest more money. We see the secret, we get all stoked about it, or we hear about manifestation and our thoughts being able to create things. And it's like, whoa, there's so many things I want to create in my life. And as you get going down the path, you start to recognize crap. (laughs) I'm in an awakening (laughs) and I don't actually mean crap because it's awesome. But you realize that the law of attraction is much more than just think a good thought and a good thing will come because you start to recognize that it's about your vibration. It's about what you are putting out. I say all the time on the show, you don't manifest just what you want. You manifest who you are being. So the magic comes when we start to align with what we want with who we are being. And then these miracles can start to roll into our life. So you start to to recognize this and go, okay, well, how do I change or shift how I'm being? How do I shift those, you know, thoughts that come up in the fear and the worry? And then you're like, oh crap, limiting beliefs, right? <laughs> Tell me if you've been down this journey. And then you're like limiting beliefs. How do I heal those? Oh shit. This is stuff from childhood. Okay. <laughs> childhood stuff. How do I heal that? Because like you just started out wanting some money or a laptop or <laughs> to create a business or to find the your soulmate or whatever it was. And now you're knee deep in questioning everything and what this existence is. And welcome to being an old soul. Welcome to being a seeker. This is my freaking world. This is where I thrive. It's not always easy. The process of awakening is actually not easy at all because it's reserved for those old souls. So when you're a newer soul, as we all have been, you're not as into this depthy stuff. Like seriously, as you become an old soul, how it, how I see it is you get closer and closer to God, spirit, source, Tao, the nature, the life force that is. You awaken to that. That's what awakening is, is awakening to the something more. But when we are younger souls, we have, you know, hundreds of lifetimes, depending on how many times you've done this, of being a younger soul. And some people are just not interested in this stuff. They're more about like who's wrong and right and more hardcore about like politics and not that you can't be an old soul and into politics. You absolutely can. But younger souls are usually more about like, I'm right and you're wrong and trying to almost find like the concrete truth and really rooted in like the earth and the polarization and the right and the wrong and the black and the white. And as you become an older soul, you start realizing that it's, there's a lot of gray areas and there's energy. And what about past lives and spirit guides and what happens after this? And what's my purpose and what's intuition? 
You just get interested in such different stuff. And that's the signifier that you are an old soul. I truly believe that you wouldn't be, you know, developing your intuition and and looking into law of attraction and trying to find your unique relationship with the universe and angel numbers. Like you just would not be into that stuff if you weren't an old soul. So if you are new to the show and this resonates with you, this is what you feel like you are or what you're going through. Welcome. You are entering such, and you are in such an incredible time in your life. And now this is for everyone, whether you've been doing this stuff for 20 years or you're new to it, the, the globe, the earth, our earth home this time, (laughs) our planet, our mother planet this time is going through something huge. The consciousness on it is shifting. It's been happening for a long time. There was several like boosts of it, say like 2012 and, you know, different times when portals have opened, the energy has shifted. But as a whole, if you looked at, look at our collective understanding compared to your grandparents age or their parents age, like we've changed a lot in the way that we do things, the way that we see things. And most importantly, and most sort of what I talk about is our relationship to each other, to the energies, realizing that we are co-creators, realizing we're not a victim of our circumstance and we're on a spiritual journey. We are a soul having a human experience. And once you start to recognize that, life starts to get more magical. And yes, you'll have to be also doing human healing work because that's something that I overlooked for a long time because I'm like spirit, I get it. Unlimited potential. Like that's my gift. That's where I live. That's where I belong. That's where I naturally dwell is in the quantum, in the field of infinite possibilities, understanding that we're just having this temporary experience and all this stuff. However, I neglected the human journey and I'd be like, well, why am I falling into addiction? Why do I hate my body? Why do I have such a hard time being a human? It's because I do understand the bigness of it all and the oneness of it all, but I also have been through a lot as a human. And I was conditioned in a certain way to believe that I was not good enough. And we all have this in some flavor. It might've been like the bigger examples of, you know, parents that had addiction or parents that were not, not available in your life emotionally or other physically, you know, abuse. There's so many gorgeous souls that have experienced so much trauma that obviously that makes it really tough to be human and impacts our self-worth. And even if you didn't experience those big traumas, you have experienced feeling like an outsider, feeling like you don't belong, feeling like the weird one or the one that goes against the grain, the black sheep of the family, the one who's different in some way or another, you've experienced this and that kind of fucked with our confidence. But as we get back to this, like, holy crap, I'm an unlimited being of spirit. That is the awakening. So this is, you know, kind of a rant on this when I meant to say, welcome to the show, but this is why you're here right now is because we are collectively going through a massive shift where people are awakening. We're going through a global awakening, which means more people are turning on. Like I picture like like a light going from off to just bing on. It's like bing, 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 all over the world. There's people turning on to their divine nature, their co-creative abilities, remembering that we are in fact spirit and we have the power to create anything we want. So we take that understanding back into manifestation. It's like, 
damn, this is a magical experience. Like this is so multi-leveled and this is the stuff that I love. So on this show, I teach you like how to navigate this journey, awakening. Most of us are empaths or sensitive people, highly sensitive. Um, that may or may not be you, but that's very common as well for old souls. We feel things deeply. We're seekers on the path. We're light workers, either undercover or with a business. Um, and we are here for big impact. We're here for that transformational journey in this lifetime. This is the lifetime to wake up to this co-creating ability, to your ability to create a magical, to, to the ability to create a magical life for yourself. And the fact that you can do that no matter where you came from, no matter what earthly limitations, disabilities, maybe ethnicity or social class or any other sort of ways that you've been held back with spirit, you are an equal, unlimited, magical being with the exact same powers to co-create as everybody else. You have a team of angels and guides. You have a purpose. You have an intuition. You are here on a unique path for a reason. So I'm so glad that you found this podcast, that you are the seeker that takes in this stuff because we truly need it. It's it just hits me deeper and deeper. And I know you guys that have been listening for a long time, I always go off on this. This is something I always say, we need you. And no matter what you do in your life, I have clients that are teachers, that are therapists, that are moms, that are daughters, that are entrepreneurs, that are artists, that are creatives, all different types of people that are here for you're here to shine your light. You're here to offer light into the lives of the people around you, no matter what you do as a job. That is part of your purpose, being an older soul, being this person who is drawn to this, this moment right now. This is your signal of you're not just awakening for you in your life. You're awakening for all of us, the people around you, your family members. If you have children or the people you interact with at the grocery store, everybody is impacted by you when you're in your light. So we are all awakening and it is time to awaken even more. So I'm really glad you're here. I thank you for your time, for spending this time on yourself in this platform. And I just love you to bits. So what I wanted to talk about today is a beautiful topic that segues into that, right? Because we are learning, we can co-create anything we want. We can, and I'm going to get into in a minute what co-creation is. I think I'm going to do a completely separate episode because I could go off forever. I will clarify that in a second. But realizing you have the ability to create anything you want, if you want, you know, to become a millionaire in the next 10 years, or you want to create a business, or you want to find your soulmate, or you want to get fit or heal, you're starting to recognize like, holy crap, truly maybe anything is possible. And I really do believe that like two feet into the earth, although it sounds like something that <laughs> sounds ungrounded, but truly rooted into the being of who I am, I believe that you can manifest anything thing you want from miraculous healing to lots of money, to a business, to experiences you want to experience, you can and will manifest that as you go forward on your awakening journey. In fact, it's part of what you're meant to do. So for me to heal something in my body, that is a condition that every doctor would say is unhealable, untreatable, and just will get worse. 
that's like, that feels like the odds are stacked against me in some way. And maybe you have something in your life like that, where you've been battling addiction or the people around you say you can't, or you have a certain reason why you've again, had sort of, um, you know, not an easy upbringing. You haven't had things handed to you. It doesn't feel like people like you could do this, but you can, because people like you, you also have a soul that is connected to spirit and a purpose, as I said, here on this earth. So I really do believe we can create anything we want want. And through the awakening journey, we get to not really, it is like figure out how to do that. I want to say that because that's what humans want. We want to figure out how to do it. But through that awakening journey, you will discover your path to being on stages or riches or finding your soulmate or healing your body or whatever it is that you came here for in this life experience and came to this podcast for. So this episode I'm talking about I think I just started introing it and then kind of got off on a a little side tangent. So you've learned that you can do all this stuff, but it's now really important for you to recognize that the universe is not your vending machine. So when I say I'm going to back up again or sidestep, I said I described co-create. Now is the time. So when I say co-create, I mean you and spirit creating together. I mean you and God, you and source. I interchange those words all the time. I believe that there is a universal oneness is what I want to call it that encompasses everything. But naturally, sometimes I say Tao, spirit, source, nature, God, universe, whatever we want to say, flow of life. It's you and that life force co-creating together. So I just want you to think of like, if you wanted to build a giant structure in your backyard, maybe it's like a big garage or, you know, or you want to redo your roof, like some big renovation. So you've got these plans and you have to like, let's just go with like, you're building a giant, you know, um, garage or something like that, a, a building and you have to lay the foundation and you have to put up, you know, the structure of it. And then like the, the wood or whatever, the two by fours, I know nothing about construction. I probably shouldn't have gone into this example, pick something, you know, Talia. Anyways, we have to do all these different things. Right. And then at some point you have to put like the insulation in and then the roof and all this stuff. So you actually kind of have to work with nature in order to get that done. Because if like, if you're in the Pacific Northwest and you were in, you know, January and you're like, I'm going to do it. And the ground is frozen and it's snowing, or maybe you're in a tropical location and you picked like storm season to like redo the fence or do this building and it's raining and it's windy. It's like, you kind of got to go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You kind of have to co-create with nature. And that's a very physical example for us to say like, yeah, you kind of do have to co-create with nature. If you're painting the the outside of your house, I don't know why I keep thinking of like home reno examples, but you're not going to pick the rainiest, windiest of days to go out there and start painting. You would literally go like, there's nothing really I can do right now. (laughs) Or in where I live, I live kind of out in the country and our power goes out often. And like, there'll be days I have full booked calls. Maybe you've been one of those persons, (laughs) people one time. And I go like, I have no power. I can't really do anything. I have to co-create with nature. So we take this example and we go, we are co-creating with life all the time, whether it's weather or whether it's detours that come in other people that come into our experience. And then also the highest path in our sort of unfolding. So when I say co-create, I don't just mean you forcing a bunch of stuff into your life. I mean, it's you and the universe working together, you and your angels, you and your guides, which by the way, they want for you all the things you want for you. So by co-creating, it's not like a company that you have to give over half of your creative control and it makes you go like, well, then how do I know? Which is kind of half of it, right? 
We want to take it all into our own hands. We want to do it all, control it all. You type A's, you wanting to do it right, perfectionist, step-by-step, I will do everything perfectly. I have many clients like that. I love you so much. You do everything so perfectly. And that's beautiful, but it's not all up to you. It is also a co-creation with spirit. When you're saying, I desire something, and then you're watching for signs and you're feeling nudges and maybe someone comes across you and, or there's a free webinar or a talk or a course or something. And you're like, I don't know why, but this, you know, pings me. And it's like, my intuition is buzzing. And then you listen to that intuition and then you're open. It's like, that is a co-creation. The universe is bringing you options. You're being guided. There's ups, there's downs, there's growth. It's a co-creation. That's what we're actually meant to be doing. And yes, you can say like, I want $5,000 and co-create that. It's not that again, you're not giving up half of the control or there's someone over there saying you can't have what you want, but this is where we truly come to. You did not sign up for on a soul level. You did not sign up for a vending machine experience. That means you did not sign up for an experience where you place your order and the universe just obeys and you place your order and it obeys and it plays that does happen. And in this episode, I hope to explain all of this well, because it sounds contradictory, but this is the point where we get into the fine tuning of life. So yes, you can place an order and manifest it. That's why you see people being like, oh my God, I had this retreat in Bali on my vision board. And then I, oh my God, a year later, Mike Dooley has a good story about that. But like a year later, I ended up at the retreat or I was calling in this and he's exactly what I wanted as in a partner or whatever it is. I called in five clients and I got them. That can happen. Yes. You place your order, you receive it. But what you ultimately signed up for, the entire purpose of your soul incarnating into a human skin wasn't just to come here and bark orders at the universe. It wasn't just to come here and and do something and say, oh, I want this and now I have it. I want this and now I have it. You signed up for a life of growth. The entire point of your soul of like being human is to evolve. It's to expand. It's to overcome. If you think the truths of the universe are displayed everywhere, you can see the micro and macro. It's just about observing them. So if you look at growth in general, going from, you know, um, like a sperm and an egg into a full adult or a 60 year old human that there's a lot of growth in that. There's a falling down, there's learning, there's new bodies, new skins, there's new everything from the time you're, you know, just a sperm and an egg or it's the egg is first fertilized into being 60 or 70 or 80 or whenever the end of your life is. That's a, a large amount of growth. It was never guaranteed to be easy. It was never guaranteed to be, I want this, I get it. So I really want you, no matter where you are in the spiritual journey, to really check yourself when you feel like you deserve it just because you do, you do. And again, this is going to be filled with contradictions, but at the end, I hope it'll make sense. You do deserve to have whatever you want, but the purpose of you being here is for growth. The purpose of you being here is to remember that you are spirit and to grow back into that soul essence, what you've always been. So as we go on this transformation, it's less about becoming something new and more about healing and dismantling the things we picked up that we are not. So we signed up for an experience of growth. We signed up for an experience to learn certain things. So I see it kind of like 
when your soul is preparing to come into this body, there's somewhat of like a meeting. I don't know if it's like a boardroom meeting. It's not that physical over there, but there's your guides and your angels and your soul and spirit as a whole, like one mind. Um, and we kind of decide I, you know, that lifetime that I just had was nuts. And this time when I go in, I really want to learn self-love because as you get to be an older soul, your mission, no matter where you came from and what your personal purpose is, your mission becomes to remember unconditional love, to remember spirit and to come back into loving yourself getting that we are co-creating, getting that the spirit is always available and that we are it. That's kind of always like the reason we came here, but our individual purposes are a little bit different. So for me, it was all about unconditional self-love because I am an older soul and that's probably very similar to your journey. And then we put in some details here and there for your individual journey versus mine. So you came here to learn something not just to get what you want. So the key to getting what you want while also sinking into actually why you came here is, as I always say, to grow through what you go through. It is to learn. That's why you've been so interested in self-development, spiritual development, dissolving blocks, removing obstacles, healing trauma, healing the stuff you've been through, why you've maybe been seeing you know, a therapist or a coach, maybe your whole life or a lot of your life, like a lot of us have had like a therapy or counseling forever. Maybe now it's a coach or a mentor, or at least you suck up this information. You soak it up, (laughs) suck it up. That does not sound as good. It sounds like you'd choke. You soak it up. That's nicer. So there's a reason why is because your human self is yearning to self-develop because your soul self is yearning to grow. Your human self is yearning and thirsting for knowledge on how to heal this and how to move through this. And how do I become that most radiant magnetic version of myself, that healed version, that highest self, your human self wants that in the mind because the soul is yearning to grow and do what it came here to do, which is also grow. The human self is here to grow and the soul self is human is here to grow and the soul grows as the human grows. So if we take like growth out of the picture and expansion, we just expect it to be a vending machine universe where we just place our order and it comes to us. We're kind of missing the point, but the beautiful part is as you lean into the growth Then you get to have the stuff you want because the stuff is not the point, but it's the icing on the cake. It's the sprinkles. It's the thing that makes your life even more fun and enjoyable and magical. Like, oh, I want to go swim with dolphins and I want to take a Reiki class and I want to fly over here and do a retreat. It's like the money, the abundance, the stuff allows you to also flourish in your life. But if you're not growing as you're moving through this journey, if you're not self-developing, if you're not spiritually developing then you're not going to be able to manifest wild, magical things because your growth just doesn't match it. So if you look at like, you almost have like two different like bar graphs and it's like, how much do you want versus how much are you growing? And when you want a lot of things, but you refuse to go there, to heal, to open up to a new way of doing things, to open up your mind, to surrender, to get help, to really put your focus back on you and your development. Like every time 
I get into a place where I really don't know what the fuck is happening and I'm super blocked and I can't see it. And I like, that's been a lot of the last, you know, the last year has been quite magical, but the last eight years before that was like filled with struggle. And it doesn't mean it's easy now. I have my stuff, but it's just gotten so much lighter in the last year because I did so much more of the sort of the healing work. Um, but when I was in that place where it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I got to that place with money. I got to that place with my body, with the pain, with holding on to weight or just not feeling good in my skin, like all these different things. I get to this edge and I go get help. And that doesn't have to be everyone's journey, but I get to this point where I'm like, there is a way to move through this. I can't just sit here day after day going, but I want it to be different, but I want it. Like I need to figure out or see or heal what is going on. And as much as ultimately I get led back to the place to go, like, you don't need to like, you don't have a whole bunch of things wrong with you. If you just knew that it could, but anyway, it's a, it's a long story, but I always get hungry. And then I vow to move through because I need to learn more about myself to see what is going on. And every time I learn more about myself, manifestation comes in, more money comes in, more success, more unique, like beautiful, like random things, people sharing the podcast and other people, you know, raving about my stuff or just stuff that's like out of my control. It's now the universe and the cosmos and the trajectory of life kind of taking over and supporting me. But without the growth, I stay stuck and the universe doesn't just give me what I want. So one thing is like, I'll share, I've kind of touched on this before, but maybe like a year and a half to two years ago, I had a total breakdown, my last major breakdown with money where I was like, what in the actual fuck is happening? Like I've got, you know, a presence and I'm pouring out my soul and I'm helping people and I'm looking at all these beliefs and rearranging stuff and like money was never easy. And I had a total breakdown and I reached out to one of my friends, Nick Demas, who was amazing. I'm like, Nick, what is going on? But I also took a class on it and then I started deeper into the healing work, probably even a year after that. But I got so frustrated that I was like, there must be a way, whatever I need to do. And I took this program and then I started, you know, it opened me up to new possibilities and new information and new realization. And then truly, as I moved through, I recognized that I was just focusing so much more on the lack of than the abundance of. It was money. I got to get money. And why don't I have money? And okay, I'm going to track my money. I'm going to manifest my money, 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 money. But an abundant AF person doesn't sit around going money, 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 money. That's coming from lack. So it was like my blind spot. It was right in front of my eyes where I'm going, I'm doing all the things. And that was in some way the problem. That was just, you know, my journey. And sometimes this can happen. But I had to reach that rock bottom for spirit to come in and go, you're still focusing on the lack of. And you came here for an experience of growth. So what is it going to take to learn how to find joy anyway, before you have the money? What is it going to take for you to focus and pivot your focus onto gratitude instead of the lack of, you know, these things, but what is it going to take for you to actually do it, to actually lean in to the growth? It takes balls. It takes growth to start spiraling out in your same old way, stop yourself and like meditate or go for a walk or use your tools. Like that actually takes you growing as a person to stop and do what you quote unquote know you should do. But instead we just go, but why is this happening? And we fall back into the why and that keeps us there. So that was something I saw in my pattern with money. And once I realized that I could actually create feelings of ecstatic gratitude, and joy and 
amplification of what is working, even though I still didn't make the money right away or I still, my bank account hadn't changed. I realized that I could still feel really fucking good in my life and grateful to the point of tears. I could still conjure that up within me, which is magnetic energy. And the more I started focusing on what was working versus what was not working, how my success was inevitable versus how all the ways I didn't think it was going to work, how of course I'm going to like not only figure it out, but move into more abundance. Abundance is everywhere. I can see it everywhere. And look at how much abundance I already have. That changed everything for me with my money. But I had heard that over and over and over and over. Focus on the abundance, not the lack of. And I'm going, yeah, but I have fucking bills and kids that need dentist appointments. Like, what do I actually do here? But I was still in the lack. I just couldn't see it. So that's one example of how the the calling to grow was the thing that actually allowed me to bring in more money not just the like new mantra, not just the like fixing. It wasn't the bandaid. It was the actual seeing what was going on. Right. And it led me to deeper and deeper places where now I don't have a million dollars yet, but now I just am not even thinking about money. And it's not that I have so much of it. I don't even have to think about it. It's my mentality's changed. And now my lowest month is what my highest month was a year ago because I just actually stopped focusing on it so much and just trusted and knew that as I keep putting things out, as I keep pricing things, what feels good in my soul, as I keep valuing my work, as I keep putting out beautiful content and just basically being me speaking, my soul, helping people, it will come back and I will be able to make a living. I just knew that I just changed into that mentality a couple of years ago and everything changed. It was like, oh my goodness, that was actually the thing. It wasn't a strategy. It wasn't a new Facebook ad that changed my money story. It was a deepening in who I am. It was growing, realizing that I was staying small by staying in lack, by staying the victim, by staying in things that that isn't working, more reasons why it's not working, more reasons why it's not working. But it's like, but how is it actually working? And I, I flipped my mindset and it made such a massive difference. Also in that time, I realized that money story, our money, our relationship with money is hugely tied into our self-worth because we give worth to money, right? This coin is worth a dollar. This bill is worth 20. We give worth, we give value two things. Money is value, self-value, self-worth. What do we value ourselves is the same frequency as the money we allow into our life. So if I'm like, why aren't you allowing money into your life? You're being like, what, are you, what am I talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to allow money into my life. But then I was like, how much do you value yourself? If I said that, how much do you value yourself? How much do you pour value into yourself and value your needs? Then you go like, oh, actually not as much. And that's the same frequency. We have to grow. We have to realize the thing holding us back in money is not more praying and just having a vending machine universe where we go, I want this. And it's like, here you go. There's no growth. And that is not the point. We didn't just come here to lounge in a villa. We came to overcome, to dig deep, to figure out, find out, activate, realize who we are. And from that magnetic place that does require some self-growth, it does require some healing. And from that more magnetic place of that 
space of more unconditional love and more gratitude and more like realizing we're being taken care of and trust and faith. And from that place, then we magnetize those physical things we want. Then money becomes no problem. Then we are rolling in it, but it's not because we found the right mantra. It's because we healed ourselves and grew into that place. I look back at five or 10 years ago, I've been saying this with the book I'm writing. I was not ready to write that book, especially because I'd start writing a book and then I'd stop and then I'd get like 20,000 words in, 5,000 and I'd stop and this isn't right. And I would be hard on myself. Why can't I be more disciplined? I know I'm supposed to write a book, but I was supposed to chill, chill little rabbit. (laughs) I had to grow. And as I grew in the last five years, as I went to the, as I went there, as I learned how to hold more space for people, for myself, as my channel rapidly expanded, as I got more in touch with who I am and the message I'm here for, the book started pouring through me. And then it's like, I can't not write it. And now as I'm writing it and I'm like 50 to 60,000 words deep and we're getting toward the end of like the content and it's so exciting. I don't look back five years ago and go, I should have written it then, or I should have already had a book out by now. That book would have not been based in something strong. That book would have not been based in a solid, solid message, a solid nugget that's going to help the world in a solid Talia way. It would have been in like, what do people want and what should I write about and what sells? It just would have been rooted in a different place. So if you were handed the money the first time you asked for the money, it wouldn't have been rooted in a good place. Fuck, if I was making 10 or $20,000 months when I was 19, it would have gone toward booze and drugs. <laughs> like it wouldn't have always gone to a good place. You weren't ever supposed to have what you wanted before now. As much as you really, really want it, you've been on a journey of growing into it. So let's now move into how do we manifest the things we want in any kind of timely manner? Because we can speed it up. We can manifest things soon. And again, I know a lot of this sounds contradictive, right? But we have to be willing to grow through what we go through. So as, and I'm teaching this right now, as I record this, I'm in the middle of momentum, the manifestation challenge, which has just been epic. So many people like already manifesting what they came in to manifest and moving forward. It's incredible. And one of the things is noticing that we will get triggered. And I would love to see you in one of my manifestation containers so I can describe this even deeper. But as say we want money, we will become triggered into money because it's a feedback system seeing if we're ready. So we ask for, like I have people in the challenge wanting to create, you know, $5,000 this month or 2000 or manifest 1500 for some sort of like a trip or a thing, right? So if we want to create that, you will immediately be feedbacked on. Like the universe wants to know where you're at. Can you hold that capacity? Have you grown into that vibration? If we're asking for a million dollars when we're not yet there, it doesn't mean we'll never do it, but we have to grow into it. Speaking of money, a few years ago, I couldn't have managed the money I make now, which again, it's not like it's like, whoa, so much friggin' money. I don't know what to do, but I have to be more responsible the more I make. I have people to pay. I have taxes to pay. And when I started this, I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. So I was not ready. So back to what I have been teaching in, in Momentum, as you are triggered, as things come up, instead of just reacting and going like, fuck, it's never going to work. Why am I here again? Which again is normal. But if you want to manifest what you want, recognize that you desire something, you will be triggered. You can't avoid it. It's how it works 100% of the time. So if you write down your trigger and you go like, I've been calling in, you know, higher levels of, okay, say for 
okay, I'll just use the money just because I'm on that example. Sometimes I want to do like seven examples at once, but it's more confusing. So I want money. I get a bill in the mail. This even happened in the challenge. She was like this, this one um, girl um, wanting to manifest more money was like, well, it came, the bill came in the mail. We're like celebrating. We're like, yeah, you got a test. I know that doesn't sound fun, but we will be tested to see how we respond. And if you're wanting more money and then you get a big bill in the mail and you have grown yourself to the point where you can breathe through and go, okay, I'm a little freaked out. I don't know how this is going to work, but I trust there, they, there will be a way. And if you've grown yourself into the place where you trust, you might even go, yo, spirit team, if you could help me out a little bit, guide me, help me. And then one day you're walking the dog and you, you go like, oh yeah, there's that thing that I wanted to sell that I haven't, or that person that owes me money or, oh my goodness, in my business, I could do like a challenge. I could do this. And all of a sudden you're doing it and you start getting paid for that thing. And you go, oh my God, like oh, that I actually do have enough to pay the bill now. Or you get into a desperate situation, you ask a family member for help, or you somehow make it work. It aligns with your tax return. And you're like, oh my gosh, that big bill. Actually, it was the perfect time. It aligned with my tax return. That stuff happens, but it's quizzing you. It's seeing, are you ready for it? So if you're calling in money and you're, you will be triggered by money, you'll look at your bank account or you'll have three or four or five days where there's no income coming into your business and you're squeezed. And it's saying, how are you going to respond? Have you grown yourself into the place where you can have trust and faith, even when it doesn't seem possible in the challenge? I was saying that Faith and trust isn't trusting when things are obviously working out. It's trusting. Faith is having trust when you have no proof. And that's the tough part. They're seeing, are you ready for that? Or say with my body, as I'm healing my body and I look in the mirror and I get triggered into not just physically what it looks like, but also being in pain and whatever else. And I'm triggered. Can I hold trust and faith that even though I'm having a pain day, or even though I was triggered, I still trust and have faith that I'm moving in the right direction, that I'm healing. There's still things to be grateful about, about my life, about my body, about myself. Can I detour back into love as I start to get sucked out? Can I use my tools? Can I pour back into myself when I feel shitty? Can I become a safe space when I just want to cry? Can I let myself cry instead of getting down on myself? These, these are things that we move into as we grow. We learn to love ourselves through things. We learn not to just freak out and be like, well, fuck, it's not going to work. See another reason why I can't manifest money because I put it out there and I got a bill. So fuck, I fold. You'd never even gave it a chance to come through, but instead it's a growth exercise. How can I grow through this bill? Okay, I'm going to just do everything I can to have trust, to have faith, to be self-resourced, to like look around physically, go like, is there anywhere I could pull from an account? Is there a sale I could put on my business to get some extra money? Can I collect when people owe me or put through my tax return now so I get it in a couple weeks? Or, you know, is there something I can do physically? I want to do my part and just, it's okay. It'll work out. Calm, calm. And if you're freaking out, try a meditation, go for a run, have a bath, just zone out for a minute and go, it's okay. Stressing, worrying, obsessing won't help. I'm going to pour all of that energy into trust, into self-worth, into self-care, into believing, into inspired actions that come up, follow through on them. Be like, oh yeah, I can sell that thing. Okay. Let's put it up on Craigslist. Like act, do your part. And then that's when the money can come. Cause they're like, oh good. We have fertile ground for the money. She is learning. They are raising their vibration as they desire bigger things. So to wrap up this episode, we do not live in a vending machine universe. We signed up to grow. 
And I really wanted to say in this episode, I'm glad I just remembered now because it was one of the points, the main points I wanted to say, I am seeing with my clients through spirit, with myself, my husband, everyone, I believe that we are given at least one big struggle in our lives. So it may be an abandonment wound. It may be like me, the original wound was being really bullied multiple times. And then that led into eating disorder and that led into addiction and then body dysmorphia and blah, 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 right? On and on. But the original one was like, I was bullied and I didn't have the support I wanted from my mom. We didn't have the relationship that I wanted, that I felt nurtured, held, supported. It was always volatile. I never felt like I sort of, I don't know, whatever. This is an episode about that. But there's a few things that led to like my biggest wounds. Some people had a non-existent father or they dealt with abuse. And I send so much love to everybody because we have all been through something. And you've been through something that was a big struggle in your life. And I don't want to say like, it's a gift insensitively because some of the things you guys have been through is horrific and not okay. But I kind of look at it like, we all have at least one major struggle and that major struggle is calling us to healing. So by being abandoned emotionally, physically, whatever, I have learned how to not abandon myself. And by have learned, I mean, I am learning. <laughs> I am learning how to not abandon myself by judging my body and being bullied about my body, I am learning how to be non-judgmental with myself and unconditionally love myself because I never have before. My love for myself has had conditions. What does my body look like? How do I feel today? How much money am I making? How successful am I? That determined how I felt about myself and that had to come crashing down. So my wound led to my healing by not having a father in one of my clients, it was a big wound. She learned how to heal her relationship with the masculine, which was also her relationship with love and with partnership and with money and success. So that wound, although it was never okay, it doesn't justify, it doesn't make the non-existent father, the hero of the story. No, 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 no. You are the hero. But because of the wound, you learn something massive. I've had clients and friends that were, had to grow up really fast. I have a dear friend whose father walked out and she basically got a job at something like 15, 16 to look after her mom and her sister because it was things going on. So she like learned how to support her parents. So she is so independent financially, like in a good place, so responsible, so this, so that, but she's constantly in fight or flight because she always feels like the shoe's going to drop and she's going to have to save everybody. And what if there's not enough here? And what if there's, so she has this struggle and part of her medicine in this lifetime is learning how to let go, learning how to surrender, learning how to, to trust, learning how to trust that she is safe to relax. She learned all these skills of being self-sufficient and knowing how to create wealth from nothing and knowing how to look after other people and be steady and be independent, which she can take as a gift, take into her life and then heal through the part that feels like everyone's going to let her down or feels like it's all on her shoulders. And that healing that surrendering, that co-creation, that opening up in relationships, opening up to spirit is part of her master healing of this lifetime. And it came from the gift of the curse, the gift of the shitty dad. And I, I'm not saying that to judge because we're all humans going through things, but this is what we have to start to experience. And so what I really wanted to say is that 
in this lifetime, you're going to have at least one massive struggle. It might be with your body. It might be with fertility. It might be with addiction. It might be relationships. It might be the mother wound. It might be many of these. It might be self-worth, which bleeds into lots of other things. But as you learn to go, what is this showing me? How can I move through this? What is the universe calling me to do? It's to exactly flip that energy, the exact opposite of what you've experienced. It's the exact opposite of like what you've never had. If you never had safety and security, like my friend, it made her a really independent person who like kicks ass in this life. But the healing came in learning that she doesn't always have to be so independent and take it all on her shoulders. She can allow people in, she can allow people to help her. That was a softening that actually stopped, like allowed her to start manifesting more because she was pushing away manifestations by being quote unquote controlling, even though there's so many gifts in that because it made her really successful. So by blending the gift of the successful, the independent, the fucking get her done, blending that with the healing of the softening and not in resistance and going like, I don't need anyone. I can do it all myself because that pushes the universe away. You put, I don't need anyone. You put universe in the other one, anyone category. When you say, I don't need anyone. I do, I've got this. You push away support from the universe. So you may have a lifetime similar where you had to grow up fast or you were so independent take that gift, take that gift of being in control of your shit and being the one who has your own back and blend it with the softening of, you don't have to be the only one that has your back. You can allow the universe to co-create. You can allow a little bit of trust, a little bit of loosening of the white knuckled fists that are like holding everything together. So seeing that you will have a big struggle in your life and the quicker you can heal grow through that struggle, you very quickly on the other side is magnetism, is blessings. On the other side are all the things that you've been dreaming of. It was waiting for you to grow through it, not just want it harder, not just be like blood, sweat, and tearsing it more or writing more manifestation lists. That's not what they're waiting for. That's not what your manifestation is waiting for. Your manifestation is waiting for you to step into full self-worth or at least more into self-worth, more into co-creation, more into trust, whatever your big lesson is of this lifetime. We come here with one soul growth purpose. So there's many different purposes. The way I teach, we have an earth purpose, a soul's purpose, all this, but there's one growth purpose that we like what we came to grow through. For me, it's my body hands down. It was abandonment that led to a struggle with my body, whether it's pain, whether it's body image, whether it's health, it's like, that is my main fucking struggle. And the more I don't just look at it, like there's something wrong with me. I more go like, what is this teaching me? How can I get on the same page as my body, love my body, pour into my body, not from punishment, not from drill sergeant, but from unconditional, yummy, nourishing love. How can I continue to show up for my body? And as I do that, it leads to nervous system. It leads to yoga. It leads to exercise. It leads to water. It leads to not necessarily cleanses, but like cleaning up my diet and getting fresh air and hiking. And cause I want to pour back. And that's part of my healing. The more I learn how to unconditionally love myself, the more all of the tangible things I want become fucking easy because now I'm just pointing my energy in the direction I want. And I've done the work to create a beautiful magnetic energy, which I did not have five years ago. I did not have that because I was learning. So to wrap this up, 
I really want to just say that you didn't just come here to say what you want and receive it, but that thing that you want is the is in, is the perfect path to the growth that you want. So if you want more money, chances are you're learning how to value yourself. If you want relationships and love, you're probably here to learn how to love yourself. If you're here to, you want a booming business, you're here to grow through self-worth issues and stand out as a leader to help people. Like, do you see how the thing you want is actually calling you forward to grow? And if we ignore the growing part and just try to mantra harder and have more vision boards, it gets really difficult. We won't create it fully. It doesn't mean as well, and I want to say this before I wrap up, it doesn't mean you have to spend your entire, all your time in healing, in crying, in tears, in trauma. It's not actually what we're meant to be doing either. We're meant to deep, like dip down, do some cultivating, do some healing, come back up, experience more joy, more pleasure, more life, more love, more self-worth, more pouring back into ourselves, And then we dip down and go, huh, what, what prevents me from giving to myself even more? We dip down, we see some more of the wound, we come back up, we flourish, we go, yes, this feels beautiful. So it will be a down and up, a down and up. We're not supposed to be digging and healing our whole lives, but we do need to be growing through things. How can I stay a little more open in the breakdown? How can I stay a little bit more open to what this constant looping pattern struggle is telling me? Because within every looping pattern is a lesson waiting to be realized. And so we're not here to just place our order and get it. So if you want to start to put this into place, put this into action in your life, again, as contradictory as it sounds, pick a thing you want declare it into the universe. Say, I want more clients this week. I want to heal my body. I want more money. I want to consistently make $20,000 months or five more thousand dollars a month or whatever. And then in the coming hours, days, but like it happens right away. Watch how you're triggered. Even if you say, I want $5,000. And then you go as if that'll actually happen inside. That is an indicator of your trust, your belief in what is possible. So they're asking you to grow deeper into that. Can you trust and have belief a little bit more in the magic that you do live in a beautiful universe, that good things can happen to you, that you are a powerful creator? So do you see as life is always teaching us, we say we want something and then immediately we're like, but that'll never happen. Maybe they're asking you to have more faith, to co-create, to have trust in the process, right? So no matter what we're doing, we're actually here to grow and through that growth and the beautiful part that I love to say is every time we grow a little, we get huge rewards. We grow a little, we get huge rewards. We don't have to be there, quote unquote, end result in order to manifest, but we do have to be on the path of growing. So this isn't a vending machine experience where you just get what you want and then like there's no exchange. You actually need to be growing, coming back into yourself caring for yourself, growing your self-worth, growing your connection with spirit, if that's what you're about in this lifetime, really softening into the magic, softening into the trust, softening into being held, trusting, having faith. As you grow toward those things, you will manifest more. So watch what you want, watch how you're triggered and ask yourself, how is this trigger showing me something about what I want? That's, that's all. Like if you're, especially depending on where you are in the journey, next time you're triggered, ask yourself, how is this making me step more into what I want? The other day I was triggered because I didn't really want to do something, but my husband did. And it wasn't even a big deal, but I just kind of was like, 
I don't really want to do this. And then I heard a voice go like, you could speak up. Like you're in a loving relationship where he cares about your opinion. You could say, actually, I don't want to watch this movie or I just want to watch something funny tonight instead of serious. Or I want to stay in instead of going out. Like you can just say that. And I was like, no, no, I can't like, whatever, whatever, fine. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. And my whole energy was like, ugh. and then later I was like, what was that showing me? It was showing me I can speak up. It's safe to have a voice. It's safe to have opinions. It's safe to just say, hey, I don't really feel like watching this thrasher movie tonight. Can we watch something funny? Or you can go out, but I actually want to stay home. That's what that trigger of like, fuck, inside, like whatever, we'll just do it, whatever. Shove me down, shove me down, shove me down, right? So in that trigger, that discomfort, they're calling me to go speak your voice. You are worth it. It's safe, especially with him. Like if it's, there's never more safe to speak for what you need, speak what you need. So it's safe to do that. And as I learn how to do that, I get more rewarded because I'm valuing myself more money, clients, ideas, creative ventures, everything becomes easier as I lean into the growth aspect because I become more magnetic. So I hope that this made sense today. I want you to go forward in your journey, knowing that you get to have everything you want if you're willing to grow into it. People that become millionaires that have big successes that manifest big things. It's not an overnight fluke. They've grown themselves into that vibration. That's why someone like the manifestation babe, um, Catherine Zankina, I think is how you pronounce it. She just like manifests all this crazy shit all the time. But if you listen to her, she has unwavering belief in her ability to manifest. Like she's like, it's already done. It's like Amanda Francis, like that energy of like, it's already fucking done. Like you get to have it. I get to have it. It's already done. I don't even have to worry about it. That's what brings it in. So it can be quite easy as easy as, yeah, fucking, I believe it. It's done, but you have to grow into that place. And someone like Catherine Zankina has overcome a lot of lack. She grew up very poor, lots of scarcity as her mom was like an immigrant, blah, blah, blah. They were very poor. And she, she had no powerful money beliefs. She had to heal and work herself into that. And now it's like the easiest thing. She makes money like she breathes air, but she had to grow herself into it. So do you see, you can have what you want, but you have to do the growth work. And then life gets so much sweeter than you could ever imagine. That's when you are the person going, I just desired this last week and now it's here. I can't believe I have the exact car I wanted or the person walked into my life or my book did really well. It's because you grew yourself into that place of magnetism. So I hope that this resonates with you, my love. I um, would love to hear. And as always, if you share the show on Instagram, take a screenshot that you're listening, post me, tag me on Instagram. I will send you a free gift. I love to see that you're listening. I love to hear your takeaways. If you have any suggestions and topics that you would love to hear me talk about, reach out on Instagram or email. The links are all below. I would love to hear your ideas. I'm really open right now to just, hearing everything that you guys want to hear me talk about, whether it's something I've already talked about going deeper, even if you already told me before, I would love to hear. So write me on Instagram or an email. All the stuff is below. Take a screenshot that you're listening, tag me over there on IG. I would love to connect with you, send you a free gift, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for being this seeker here on the path, creating an incredible life. I love you. You're powerful. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And before we go, I want to ask you a question. Have you grabbed your copy yet of Manifest This Shit? (laughs) 
<laughs> Manifest This Shit is a law of attraction coloring and activity book available on Amazon, and I am so excited about it. It is packed with beautiful, inspiring coloring pages, manifestation practices, tools, places to make notes and lists and write down your intuitive hits. There's so many beautiful pages in there. It's the perfect addition to your daily practice. So whether you use it to pass time instead of being on your phone, or you use it as a creative ritual, this book has pages for everybody. I know you're going to love it. So grab Manifest This Shit on Amazon. The link is below in the show notes. Oh, 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 oh